sequence start. Six, five, four, three, two, one, zero. As Christians, we're called to be in the world, but not of the world. But how do you be in the world, especially in a world which is um, increasingly, at least ambivalent, if not hostile, to Christian belief and Christian practice? Uh, how do you exist in, w- with other people who might hold views that are diametrically opposed to what you believe and they and they make sure and let you know it. That's what we're going to be talking about today on Ignition. Welcome to the show. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwald, and we want to set your faith ablaze so that you might live the adventure that comes from a relationship with Jesus Christ. Before we get into today's topic, we want you to know that we love listener feedback. So if you've got questions about today's episode, or if you have ideas for future episodes, please contact us. The easiest way to do so is by email, and the address is ignition at sfcatholic.org. Again, ignition at sfcatholic.org. I'm joined in the studio, finally again, finally. by Mrs. Robin Bruggeman. Hey, Robin. Hi, I'm back. You are back. Well, I mean, I, <laughs> back in August, uh, I had an unexpected event that kept me away from the office for a few days. Mm-hmm. And during that time, we were scheduled to record because I think it's been like July or early August. It's been a while place, since I've so. been in. So it, don't take it personal. I know I wasn't. wasn't. I know I'm your favorite. (laughs) Renee? (laughs) I love Renee. We're both your favorites, I know. The R's, Robin and Renee. Um, And then Renee Leach uh, has been, over the course of the years, a a regular uh, guest co-host as well. So can't get away from the R's. So What's a pirate's favorite letter? It's the C. Oh, I've not heard that one. Well, I'm gonna go home and. Are, but in fact, it's the C. I'm gonna go home and give that one to my kids. Good you one. That, you got the lilies. You got that. Okay. Yeah. So, <laughs> Robin, you are actually the one who um, came up with this brilliant topic for today. <gasps> brilliant. And I said it like in a very dramatic, melodramatic way, but actually, is a really important topic. So, mm-hmm. um, I, I don't want to go into detail mm-hmm. of the circumstance, uh, the circumstance that sort of prompted you but if you could just share in generalities you know what's the phrase um we're gonna hide details to protect the innocent or whatever Mm -hmm. um Mm -hmm. or guilty maybe in this case but um you were in a circumstance recently where as sort of my my opener um where you were confronted uh that's maybe the too strong a word but you were in it you were in it what did you explain kind of in general <laughs> where you were and what happened? Yeah. So I was at a country concert here in the city. <laughs> so much for no Bye. detail. Well, hey, but you're, you, there, we had a lot of concerts that come through here all at the same big place, <laughs> the center. But anyways, so I'm at this concert and um, it was a well-known band and they, so I went there to hear their music. Yes. Their old fashioned music. Yes. Not their newer music. Um, so went there to hear the old fashioned music, went there with my sister and anticipating to just hear their music. Mm-hmm. Instead, they use their platform to very much push and promote their views on things that are very political and many things that are morally um, problematic. Yeah. And it was huge. It was a huge um Many, many, many people in attendance, and they had these huge screens behind them that had lots of visual mm-hmm. things yep. showing how they stood. 
and they spoke of it from their platform, from the stage. And um, it was so eye-opening. It's stuff that we are hearing continually in our our world. It's nothing shocking. It's nothing surprising. What really caught me off guard, though, was that um, cause I, I showed up with my sister for a good night of music. Yep. Instead, this was unbelievably shouting it. Like, I mean, this was so, when I say loud, I don't mean audibly loud. Yeah. It was. Yeah. I mean, the message was so it loud. It wasn't subtle. It was in your no, face. No. Yeah. There was no subtlety at all. And it just really caught us off guard. Um, can I even say the issues of what it is? Sure. Okay. So it started political, which we knew where this band stood. And so some people, if they were to figure it out, would think, well, you know, where these people stand. Yes, I did, but I didn't expect it to be brought into their show. So first it was political. Yep. Then it turned into gay pride, mm -hmm. very much gay pride, so much so that they had a sing-along along with this. Then it turned into school shootings and guns. Then it turned into Black Lives Matter. And and I want to point out that, um, and you and I are on the same page, all lives matter. Yep. Okay, so um, so I'm not saying, I, and I'm not, this is not in any way this show to get political. So then into Black Lives Matters, but what pushed it over the edge is it ended with pro-choice. Mm. That completely caught me off guard is that they brought the whole pro-choice thing in. And it was like, I'm talking on massive, huge screens behind the band and verbally coming out. Um, and then the crowd as a whole was cheering in support of it. It and, was amazing. Yeah. And this is Sioux Falls, amazing. South Dakota. Amazing. And that's New just City it. We were like, this Los is Angeles, South Dakota. Or, and I'm not naive. I know this is the world I live in. Yep. I know that there are people everywhere with opposing views yep. to me, yep. morally, politically, um, Christian, non-Christian. We, we all have people in our lives that have that. But um, like I said, just to, I was just so surprised that in a case like this, where we were expecting, we paid to be entertained by their music. Actually, my brother-in-law bought our tickets. God bless him. He's a sweetheart. Um, but yeah, to have that shoved down our throats. And even, I was thinking on the way here, how um, when it started to become political, there were people all around us yelling, F, former president. Yeah. And I, as I'm driving here, I'm thinking, even, I mean, it wasn't that long ago that you would just start yelling the F word yep. out in a public yep. place. And all of a sudden, now we can do that too. Yep. So I'm just, so my sister and I were just standing there in shock, like, oh my gosh, we just saw all of this being just shoved out and pushed into everyone's minds and into the whole place, right? That it was just dominating. And we're not going to be like the other people. We're not obviously going to yell in support, but even though we're against it, we weren't going to start yelling F-bombs right. to these people who had opposing views that you know, as us are from us, but we just left feeling very defeated and just like, what are we called to do? And you know, my sister, she felt so bad. She's like, I'm so sorry. Like, you know, she invited me along, but I said, you know, no, I'm, I know that the Lord wanted me to be in that atmosphere and experience what we're really up against because this is the world we live in. 
And this is a world that you and I and many other people are raising kids in. Mm -hmm. And there were many kids in attendance at this concert that just also I thought, oh, my goodness, let's just say I had a kid that went to this and I wasn't even here. Yep. And they saw this and heard it. So after reflecting on this for almost a month now, here's my thought on this is, okay, I want to know your thoughts on how do we respond from Mm -hmm. that? How do you like, I still feel like I'm recovering from it. But my biggest thing that I left there is most importantly, we need to know truth. Mm -hmm. We need to this. And this is just to live in our world and survive in all of the things that are coming out against us and being shoved at us. Um, People need to know their truth. What is truth? You need to know it. You need to seek it. And then you need to live it. And the world is going to lie. You know, you know, you can research any topic nowadays and you're going to find views on both sides of the story of both sides of whatever the topic is. People just need to know the truth. We all do. We need to seek it, but then know where, where is your truth coming from? You know, what and where is your source of truth? And, you know, you and I live in a world where our truth comes from Christ. It comes from the Lord and it comes from the church. A lot of people are not living that way. Mm -hmm. And there are many people that they know where the source is and what the source is, but they're still choosing to, I think, believe their own truth or what the world is presenting truth. So that was my, my main thing is, okay. We need to know that truth. And I just encourage people to just in everything seek truth. And we've always said that to our kids too. Just always seek truth. Even in a situation, who's telling the truth? Just keep digging. Keep going until you can get to that source. Mm -hmm. Where is the truth? Know it and live it and then pass that on to your kids. Because they're going to be seeing this this crap everywhere. You don't have to go far. You don't have to go far at all. I just happen to be in an event center filled with a gazillion people that were like this. So anyways... Did I give enough of the, the backstory? <laughs> yes, um, you did. So but, I think so. Um, well, I, I know you, you, I think you have questions for me out of that, but I th- do. the thing that I, that I want to make sure that we get to is, so how do we respond in the cultural mm-hmm. reality we find ourselves? So yeah. your experience is a, a very um, stark example of something that uh, a lot of us, experience on maybe not as in, in as not in as intense a way mm-hmm. but many many people um many church going catholics other christians experience that sort of thing on a daily basis maybe co-workers yeah. who have very yeah. different views and just they so often all of us we assume that other people think the same way that we mm-hmm. do and so we just casually talk about things in, mm-hmm. in that way. Um, so maybe coworkers not realizing that that you're a, a devout Catholic or a Christian mm-hmm. uh, will tell. Oh yeah, like well, yeah, I, I don't know what what uh, was it the Supreme Court overturning you know Roe versus Wade last time. That was just crazy. Like this mm-hmm. offhanded comments. You're like, okay, how mm-hmm. do I respond mm-hmm. to that? So we're gonna get mm-hmm. to that. But yeah. I, I want to start. Uh, in just a minute with your questions. But folks, if you're just tuning in, welcome to Ignition. I'm your host, Dr. Chris Bergwell, talking today with Robin Bruggeman about how to respond um, and how to, um, not cope, uh, I'm, I'm going to explain why not cope, how to respond, not just to individuals, but just the, the, the reality uh, in which we find ourselves that is a culture that's increasingly at least ambivalent, if not hostile, mm-hmm. to the truths that God has revealed us to, to us through Jesus Christ yeah. in his in his church. And um, also like 
I mean, just to back up a second, I'm like, yes, like how to respond when we're in situations. But honestly, all you have to do is open your computer or your right. smartphone and whatever your news feed is, yep. you're being presented with that. So how do we even respond to seeing it anywhere? Right. Right. Yeah. Yep. 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 So I think the first thing that I want to emphasize, especially that way, is how not to respond. Yes. That's a good way to start. And it's not one of the two ways that I already told you before we started <laughs> oh, recording. Okay. Yeah, we talked on the, the first phone earlier. Thing is because those were more about like with people. But when yeah. you when you're looking at the world around us, it's really easy. And I and I talk about this on ignition from time to time and in other contexts. Do not despair. Mm. Do not despair. The battle was won by Jesus Christ in the cross 2,000 years ago. Mm -hmm. The rest of history, it's been 2,000 years. It could be another 200,000 years. It could be another 200 million years. Mm -hmm. um, the, this is all, for lack of a better word, as some people describe it, uh, mop-up action. Like the victory is won, but there's still, there's still battles. Yeah. Uh, that are being fought. Um, and so we're still in a battle. We're still in a mm -hmm. battle, but the victory was definitively won. So we need to place our hope. So I, I, yeah, we need to place our trust and our hope, not in our own strength, um, mm -hmm. but in his. Yeah. And, and just because it's so important, I think, to to always in situation like this, we need to what our world needs today is Christians, um, Catholics to embody um, deep, deep seated peace and joy, mm -hmm. not burying our heads in the sand. Oh, you know, Pollyanna or whatever. Everything's fine. No, 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 no. There's 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 not real. <laughs> There are there are real evils that are being proclaimed, untruths mm -hmm. that do real damage to people's lives, physically, mm -hmm. emotionally, psychologically, spiritually. Um, so it's not like oh, it's all fine because Jesus won in the cross. Do that. No, no. It, there's work to be done, mm -hmm. and we're called to enter according to the gifts that we've been given. We're all called as Christians to enter into, um, sometimes I'll say into the vineyard to do our work mm -hmm. in this context, to enter into the battle. Mm -hmm. uh, We're all called to do our part. Now, just just as in a war, in an army, there are different people. I mean, you, you, get, you get people in the army. Uh, some people who have a really important job in the army are the cooks who are making mm -hmm. sure that the troops are being fed, right? Yeah. Um, so it's not like we're not all on not in on a war. Not, all, not everybody who's in the army is literally in the front lines yeah. holding a rifle. Um, the radio man, you know, all the things you can think about yeah, from the yeah. me metaphor. Um, we're in a battle and based on the role, the, uh, the gifts that we've been given, the tasks we've been called to do by, by our commander in chief, uh, we, we need to trust in him and not ourselves. Mm -hmm. But we're, we're, we're in a battle. Um, now people can take that too far. Uh, the only thing I'd, I'd say to this point, Robin is our enemies, our enemies are not the people who are standing on the stage. Interesting. Our enemies I mean, I... are not the other people in the crowd who are cheering along the people who are standing on the stage. Uh, the, the philosophy professor, Catholic author, speaker, I was going to say author, speaker, writer, but an author is a writer. So that's, you know, redundant. Same thing. <laughs> um, the uh, philosopher, P. 
Peter Kraft. Yes, one of your faves. Uh, Peter, what? One of your faves. One of my faves for sure. And I remember years ago when I was in college, I read an article by him that the only enemies we have um, in terms of actual people are the demonic ones. Interesting. Satan, yeah. the rest are walking wounded. People who have mm-hmm. in, in one way, shape or form been um, fallen for his wiles, um, but they're not our enemies. Yeah, yeah. So Jesus talked about love your enemy, right? So there's a way in which the 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 band that who you I mean there's a way in which they're our enemy, but I think but we're called to love our enemies. For sure. Jesus told us to love sure. our enemies. Yeah. And Crave's point is there's a sense in which they're not our enemies because yeah, we're gonna I'm gonna get you. That like that's one of the other, you know, uh ways to not respond is with vitriol and hatred. Mm-hmm. Definitely not hatred. Right. We're called to speak the truth of, we don't bear hair in the sand. Oh, it's all fine. No, 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 no. Like what they're promoting, what they're advocating, what they're using their platform to do does real damage to mm-hmm. people's lives. Mm-hmm. Um, those views are anti-human. Mm-hmm. Um, and we are called to do what we can to proclaim the truth in love. Um, so I think, but, but I went to, but I started with the despair. Don't despair. So yes, uh, listen, I, um, you're part of school missionary discipleship. Um, and, and in, in this, the, the current semester that we're in the year that you're in, um, we, we heard in this, in the, in the last semester, uh, overview of scripture history where, uh, yeah, biblical history where we saw God's people going wonky and the world mm-hmm. around them. And in, in the, in the era of salvation history that what we call church history, we also see, uh, just people within the church and outside the church, just doing really stupid stuff. Mm-hmm. The church had Christians have experienced far more as hard as this is to believe far more, um, moral degra- degradation mm-hmm. and corruption inside the church and outside the church yeah. in the culture in which they lived throughout the course of the history than even we're facing today. Yeah. Yeah. So we've seen a lot um, and the Lord remains triumphant. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's, it seems probably extra bad because like you and I have, like we've watched this, you know, and, and people are listening to are going to be like, well, we've watched this um, transition happen yes. from living in a, you know, like a more of a Christian world, but for sure, like a morally good world to not being yep. so much that. Yep. And it's, and it's still really, it's so recent that we're seeing this happen. Um, and, and I do have that reminder from scripture where, yeah, it's, it's not the first time in history that right. this, this craziness is happening. But it's really, it's just hard to well, know. But you're, when you're, okay, it's one thing to read about what happened in history, even if it but was objectively worse, but actually live it and experience yeah. it. Like, oh my gosh. Yeah, yeah. What is going on? Yeah, yeah. So are you going to talk about, like, I love your, like, comparison of being, you know, like the military side of things or being in battle and different roles and different jobs. So will you give concrete examples so then I, yeah. on- So, um, so yeah, I loved what, yeah, sorry, please finish this. Well, sentence. just because you did earlier when when um, you and I spoke on the phone earlier, just you gave me a couple of examples of how we can do that, especially because the average person isn't gonna feel like they can verbally get into yep. some sort of conversation with someone that is having varying differing views um, but they just are not comfortable 
trying yep. to help these people see right. the light or the truth. So what are other roles we can play in that? Well, so the first thing I would say, I, I want to echo something that you said. We should seek, know, and live the truth. Mm-hmm. Uh, amen. Because the truth, as Jesus said, will set us free. And he is right. ultimately the truth. Yes. So if I'm seeking small truths, I'm all, they're going to lead me to Jesus. Mm-hmm. So we, and again, we, so we, we find our rest in him. We find mm-hmm. our strength in him. So we should continually be seeking, knowing, and living the truth, as you beautifully said. We, we should be growing in our ability to, so not just to, to know it and live it, but to share it, uh, mm-hmm. to grow in our ability. How do I talk about my faith in, in, in a in a winsome way, in an attractive mm-hmm. way? Right, attractive um, way. I like one that. of my one of Crafe's, one of my favorite books of Peter Crafe's is actually it's sort of like his commentary on another author, uh, Blaise Pascal, seventeenth mm. century fresh, Frenchman. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've talked about him before. Yeah. Uh, we've talked about him before on Ignition, um, and Crafe said that that Pascal's um, method to explain and defend the faith was not first to explain the truth of of the faith. It was first to do whatever he could, whatever Pascal could, to get the other person to want the faith mm. to be true. Mm. Um, so let's just take the most one of the most basic ones: God's existence. Before sort of walking through a, a proof for God's existence, Pascal's approach was. Basically, I mean, not these words, but wouldn't it be great if God really existed? Because if God really existed, all these things would would be the case. Wouldn't that be awesome? Yeah, that would be, oh, I'm so disappointed that God doesn't exist because, and they're, hey, actually, guess what? He does. Really? How do you know that? Well, because of this proof or these proofs. But by starting with that, you know, wouldn't it be great if, kind of, I mean, not literally mm-hmm. using those words, but... Mm-hmm to get the person to want it to be true and then to demonstrate the truth of it. Um, hmm. So, so to grow in my ability to talk about my, about my faith with others. One of the great ways to do that in my experience is actually to ask questions. Like, yeah. To, to try We've to better understand. Yep, yeah. To try to better understand. Like, so, so you, you know, yeah. Hey, hey, I saw you at the concert the other day. Like, I, they cheered and I, and I said, you cheered. can you tell me more about, you know, and, and, and not to do it in like a, why do you think that, yeah. that that's, those are, those are bad, false, evil ideas. They are bad, false, evil ideas, but I want to engage with them mm-hmm. to understand where they're, they're at and asking yeah. questions and then just trusting the Holy Spirit. That does it. Yeah, the, the Holy, Holy Spirit. Spirit. Um, so provides. we can know how to respond, but, but maybe you're not there yet. Uh, maybe, um, well, you are Robin, but the list, oh, um, <laughs> maybe that. you're not there yet. So what we can, all, what we can all do is pray. Mm-hmm. Uh, and again, this is going back to, let's rely on the Lord's strength. And not, even, even if you do feel prepared, you should mm-hmm. still be trusting in the Lord yeah. and not your not own, own strategy, tactics, stuff, genius, yeah. knowledge, whatever it is. So to be turning to the Lord, Lord, help me to but then just in general, pray. Pray for the world that we live mm-hmm. in. That's not nothing. So I think the mm-hmm. enemy, the devil, tempts us to despair. Mm-hmm. And he also tempts us to think that prayer doesn't matter. Right. Like just you praying isn't going to make a difference. We, yeah, yeah really, you're just one person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Now, so I'm That's glad such, you point that out because there is so much power in prayer. There's so much. So much. Yes. And, and sometimes, some, so sometimes, oftentimes, prayer is all we can do, but that's not nothing. Right. 
Right. That is not. I said that um, a few years ago when the scandals were breaking about uh, uh, Theodore McCarrick, formerly Cardinal McCarrick, mm-hmm. um, and the depredation that he had secretly about it. You can pray. Mm-hmm. And that's mm-hmm. not nothing. Prayer yeah. prayer really does matter. Well, and the more we pray, the more we get to know our Lord, yep. who is the truth. And yep. so the, then the more we're getting to know truth yep. by spending time exactly. with that. Yep. So that can only help us. Amen. So with that, that so, so this kind of go back to your like, what's our role in the army? That that using that metaphor. So we can all pray, but the, Lord, what are you asking of me? Like, what mm-hmm. is the task? Um, what is my role in in your mm-hmm. army? Uh, like what that. is the, what What are you asking me to do? We're all called to grow closer to Him, and we're all part of the battle. The question mm-hmm. we have to answer is, how am I called to engage in this battle through mm-hmm. my prayer? But what are the other ways, Lord, that you're asking me to to participate in this battle? Yeah, I like that. Um, but when it comes to because that's people, not like the stress of us having to f- choose and figure out what it is we have to do. Totally, yeah. Don't don't, no, don't stress not us. that. The like, Lord he's will got a plan. show us. Ask yeah. Him. yeah, trust. Um, but, but again, when, when it's so in your face, it really is sort of easy, especially because we live, going, talk about politics for a minute, in such a politically uh, divided mm-hmm. um, era, a time. Yeah. Um, and people like, there's a lot of, what was it, a lot of heat, but not a lot of light, like a lot of oh, anger, yeah. a lot of emotion. Yeah, um, you know, sure. you talk about the F-bombs being thrown around. And unfortunately, you do see that on all sides of the political aisle. Yeah, I mean, yeah. All sorts of be- things that are being said. So there's are, people have talked about the coarsening of public discourse. Don't succumb to that. Mm-hmm. Be a person of joy, again, a person of peace who rises above that, who recognizes the dignity of every person, even the yeah. person who's maybe in my face yelling at me. That doesn't happen too often, but <laughs> you go to like uh, certain circumstances that can happen. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Um, but don't fight fire with fire. For sure. Um, yeah. Love in truth. What was the other? I gave you another example. I know before we were talking, do you remember what it was? I feel like there was something. Else. Yeah, it seems like you gave me two, but I that did. was this. That was earlier today. That was earlier. I'll think today. of it after we're done recording. Yeah, I know that's all right. <laughs> so that'd be my thought, Robin, um, on it, just some basics on how to respond to the culture mm-hmm. we live in. We got like a minute left. Do you have any final thoughts or questions? Uh, just as we draw this episode to a close, um, I don't think so. Just the encouraging listeners that maybe like you know where you stand in truth and good Christian morals. Um. Where where to send them to just go deeper other than prayer and getting to the Lord, which is the best, and mass and scripture. Um, I don't know if you have any thoughts on that. Well, just where so, to direct them. Yeah. So in in order if you want to grow in knowledge of the faith, I mean we're and blessed truth. to live in truth. Yep. Um we're blessed to live in a time of so many great resources. For sure. Bishop Barron, his word on fire, mm-hmm. um, on the kind of the apologetic side, explaining, defending faith, responding to challenges, Catholic answers. Oh, yes. Catholic um, answers is But good. so many, I mean, Dr. Scott Hahn, Dr. Mary Healy, a brilliant scripture scholar. Yeah. There, there's resources galore that are out there. Um, really, so to be honest, good. if you're looking for a specific one and a specific topic, uh, if only there were a way to contact us here I at Ignition. I think they should probably oh, go to wait. ignition at sfcatholic.org exactly. with yep. all questions Yep. yep. So if you're thoughts. looking for a specific resource, I'd be happy to to recommend. Because awesome. it is important to know sort of who you're interacting with and the yeah, topics are asking. for sure. Thanks, Robin. Thank you. And folks, that will wrap up this episode of Ignition. Again, you can email us. With questions about today's episode, if you're looking for specific resources as we mentioned, or if you have ideas for future episodes, ignition at sfcatholic.org. Until next time, God bless.